now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hey, listen, push, push the clock away. Let's do this one easy like Sunday morning. One of the things, my goal as we go through this one today, you know what I want to do? I want to slow down. I'm saying that out loud and into the universe because you have to let the universe know what it is that you want to do. Today, I want to slow. I want to do it easy like Sunday morning. I want to slow down. I want to slow down. And guess what? You hearing me say that and the universe hearing me say that and all those around me through it and out through and throughout my day will hear me. Hey, that eco. Thanks for coming in and, and tapping the hearts. Periscope's coming on there. Ice is coming on there. You hearing me say, I want to do this easy like Sunday morning and I want to slow down. That means today you're, you're going to remind me, right? Those little reminders are going to come through. When I start to speed up and I start, that energy starts going and I feel like I need to keep up with everybody and everything. You are going to remind me, Cup of Joe, that I said I wanted to slow down. You said you wanted to take it easy. You said, yeah, remind me, remind me. And I, let me tell you, we have this thing with my, between my daughter and I, Patty Betty. I tell her all day long, remind me to do this, remind me to do that. And so she now will say, tell Suri, tell Suri, tell Suri, right? Because she got tired of having, because I, I would say later, text me, text me this, and remind me this, remind me that, to the point where that became a habit, not a good habit. Cause she would end up being my accountability partner a little bit too much. She would end up having to manage my time, manage my day and all the things that, and then I get to the end of the day and guess what? I have somebody to blame. Oh man, I didn't do this. I told you to remind me, right? And I'm talking about my habits and you're sitting over there going, yeah, I kind of do that too. Well, that's why we're here so that we can believe and behave, we're going to go back through some of the ones. We had some really good ones uh, this week. But for those of you who just got a, just got a notification because I shared it, you, your friends shared it, and you see it on my timeline, your timeline, or, or it, you know, some of these platforms may say, hey, listen, here's a good bit of content, y'all. This is a seven-day-a-week. If I wake up with the breath of life and the sun comes through yonder window, I said, let me go out here and share my first thoughts of the morning. Frog in my throat, one eye open. I'm literally one eye open today because it's, it's the end of my crazy weekend. I, I got one of my eyes is like, it didn't want to function today, y'all. It just does not. Uh, and already we got some comments as I try to get the other platforms up. Bless, happy Sunday. I'm telling y'all. So I want to do this easy like Sunday morning. So throughout, because I can't tell seriously since we're using all the platforms to broadcast this. And one of them was like, okay, I don't want to come up. So remind me all up and throughout this thing that I said, we're going to take it easy. Because, you know, we'll get to rolling. We'll get to having some topics. I know, right? And we will start going too fast. We will try to keep up with the pace of others. And that might not be our pace. I have come to learn that. Let me write that down. Slow down. So our word today is slow down. And one of the reasons I had to slow down is because all this week, each broadcast this week, I have literally had to stop and start over, stop and reset, or go with having done it wrong and having to go back and make it up. And 
all this week because I've added on so many other layers to this thing. Like nowadays, because I kept looking at it, oh, I got to keep up with everybody. Everybody's doing the multi-stream. Everybody's doing this, that, and the other. And that wasn't working for my workflow at the same time. While it's good to know those things and to keep up, I, I said, well, you know, you you do things a little bit differently. So let's take a look at this thing. So, and, and one, oftentimes I have to put it in my language. I have to translate it. I have to put it in my language. I have to see what, make sure that my priorities, okay, my goals, my priorities are in the midst of this thing, right? I have to make sure that I'm putting it in the right place because, you know, I don't like, well, one, I don't like criticism, you know, and it takes me a minute to embrace it, right? And so at the same time, I don't like when things are, when I'm starting making, mainly I don't like making mistakes. And that's what trying to keep up, trying to go at the pace of others, who are doing things that I've already, it's like, you've already done this before. You know how to do this. Why are you, why the learning curve? Because it didn't feel right. It didn't feel genuine. It felt, it, it felt, what's the word? Ingenuine, disingenuine. It did. It, it, is that right? No, that seems like a double negative. It felt dis, is that right? Disingenuine? I don't know. Help, help me out. Help me out. And I know, is that this platform that keeps doing that? So anyway, so as I was trying to uh, adopt all the new, all the new technology and all this stuff, or bring it back into the fold because we've done it before, I needed to, I needed to say it a different way. I still need to do it. I just needed to make it make sense, right? And so one of the things I love, and I and I and, and I was able to look at what's going on here. I noticed like there were times when Ice would have problems on one platform. And the alternative be able to go to the other platform. I have a, um, a couple of broadcasts I watch, and they do multi-stream. And there are times when we have a problem on one platform, and there's nothing worse than putting out a really great piece of content, and then you get to disingenuous. That it okay? I, I was like, it's like ingenuous and it, this is like that doesn't sound right. So, um, but there are times when. You know, you get to the end of, of your podcast or your live stream or, or and you've, you know, broken one of the unwritten rules or the written rules or the whatever is going on nowadays, you know, the sisterships of music and all that. Um, there was one time, y'all, I was I had a wonderful broadcast and I was walking through a hotel because I'm a location scoper for those on scope, right? And I happened to walk through an area that had all these TVs and on one of the televisions was some NFL stuff. And so, bam, they instantly deleted my video. And I'm like, uh-uh. So, you know, and that wasn't like, I wasn't, I didn't play that, you know. And that's why you see a lot of people saying um, no rights to the music and this, that, and the other kind of thing. But then you see other people doing a full-on Beyonce dance and a full-on this, that, and the other. And I'm like, how are they getting through, right? It's interesting. Uh, you do things that are authentic. That's what I, I, I always, it didn't feel authentic to me because, and that's why I'm attracted to it. Because there were times like we're, we're having a great conversation on one platform and another platform was getting ne neglected. So I had to go within myself and say, okay, you've got to do this because you do need that alternative source, but you've got to do it in a way that it's not neglected. So what I had to do was I had to scale it back a little bit. 
Okay, so because in my mind, I just need to have an alternative. Provide an alternative, but one that can be completely managed. And, and still you can feel, you can feel genuine in what you're doing. Authentic. You can still feel like you're serving. Right. And it's not about, it wasn't about, and I kept trying, I kept getting caught up in the how many and the num the numbers for the wrong reason. Right. Cause those are not my behaviors and those are not the reasons why I'm called to serve in this capacity. Because I was waking up and I was like, okay, this thing is going, it's going in the wrong direction. If it's going in the wrong direction, it's not going to feel good. And I have to literally, y'all, I don't, y'all don't understand. I literally like just woke up. I, this, this is the first thing I do. Okay. I go and get something to drink. You know, I do a little bit of stretching, a little bit of meditate, a little bit of quiet moment, a little bit of reflective moment. Like, what the heck am I supposed to talk about today? I'm called to do this thing in the morning. What is it? And I listen, you know, for my thoughts and the whispers of the guardian angels and everybody and all, and, and all these things, how these topics come. I give a topic each and every day. And you know, sometimes we come in, we don't have one and we start talking about, well, what should we talk about? And then, and, and I've gotten to the point where this is something where I have to express out into the universe what I want. Now, that might sound selfish. It's supposed to. Because this is all about healing me, right? And in the process, it's about talking with others who also need, as I look for a, a charger device, I got a battery one. Um, it's also about sharing with others that are here, that have been here, and those of us providing some hindsight so that others can use it as foresight. Listen, if you're headed this way, uh, step lightly. <laughs> Here's it, the advice of the day is slow it down. Just slow, slow it down, slow down. Because you know how you can, you miss a step. If you miss a step and you can't get your, you can't get your step back and you're that, you're that one, everybody else is in tune and in sync and here you are, you're still trying to catch up, you know, you're trying to do that quick step, you know, you're all, it's just all out of order. And as I was adding on these, you know, new bells and these whistles and, um, going back to some things that we've done before, that's always the hardest part because you feel like, you know, I've done this. I don't, I don't want to do it again. I don't want to do it again, but there are some things you got to go back and embrace. Sometimes you got to go back. Sometimes you got to go, but I don't even want to write that down. Cause I'm, as I say that to y'all, if y'all could see me, my shoulder, I hunched my shoulders up so tight. I went into such a, a defense mode right then and there when I said, I don't want to go back. Cause that's my, that's my daily struggle. But being, having been ahead of the game and having to wait. You know, it's, it's just like waiting for somebody to come around the corner, kind of out of step, right? And that's what I was. I was getting out of step with this. It's like waiting for somebody. You know they're coming, and you're just watching as they just go ahead and turn that corner, you know? And that's what technology has been for a lot of people. Because as I know, you guys see I have you, and you're probably looking like, well, dang, she just started this podcast. How does how does they, how do they know each other? Or there are some, some that are that consume other pieces of content will see this and come in and you like, and you, you watch around, you know, like how do these people know each other? What is their relationship? Cause we've been here since the beginning. Right. 
And now, you know, you hear people saying like, oh man, there's this new this and this new that, and we should try this and we should try that. And people are like, well, man, we've been doing that. You know, now we got to go do this again. Yes, you do. You do. You have the ability to demystify. That's what I've been trying to do. I've been trying to demystify this thing, but not just demystify it. I just needed to. I needed to, ooh, they're making pasta on this television. Y'all know that's my thing right now, which I'm actually headed in the kitchen to make today some pasta. I uh, went out into the community. I did some community service yesterday, and it was at a uh, food bank. And so at the end of the day, they're like, okay, everybody's got to take something home so we don't have to go packing all this stuff back up. So I came home probably a 50-pound bag of onions, which I'm actually going to drop off to my dad. He's going to distribute in his uh, community. And I came home with all these tomatoes, having made all that fresh sauce. So I was gifted all of these Roma tomatoes. See, that's what I was talking about, putting it out into the universe. When I made the other tomato uh, sauce, I switched up the tomatoes, and I did not like it. I'm like, man, I wish I had some Roma tomatoes. Well, lo and behold, they had cases and cases, pallets, pounds and pounds of Roma tomatoes. So I've got more than I need. They are literally making pasta on this uh, on this thing, and I can't. Can't hear it, and I'll I'll catch it online in the podcast. So I have I have some fresh zucchini. I've got tomatoes, carrots, and onions. And I was going to keep the onions, but I think what I am going to do is go ahead and I don't want to open those onions because then if I open them and to just to get a couple out for myself. Good morning, the artists. If I open them, trying to get a couple out for myself, I will then have to try and transport this open bag, and I can just imagine. Uh, having onions all over the cart, so I want to do that. But also, easy like Sunday morning, we're recording this one on Cinco de Mayo. So happy uh, Cinco de Mayo for those of you that are going to get out. It was really slow this weekend, so I imagine everybody's waiting to um, get out there today. I can imagine brunch is going to be lit, lit. Like lit is always lit, but today is probably everybody's going to be lit, lit. If not lit, lit, lit. It's always like visiting uh, really trustful, close friends, yes. So my goal today is I look at this blank page and having have not written anything else down. I just wrote down slow down. I wrote down slow down and I'm gonna I'm gonna think on that a little bit more as we um work because you know I'm, I'm gonna write down avoid mistakes. But I wanna when I when I look at as I'm writing mistakes on here, um I'm thinking of mistakes in a different way avoiding mistakes, you know, just moving too fast, you know, don't move. I want to write down moving too fast because that's why we want to slow down because we want to answer moving too fast because, and then, then your focus, you know, focus becomes a thing. I'm writing down focus, um, you know, fast and furious, happy, Cinco. Thank you. Um, focus, you know, you can't, you can't focus. You ever notice, you know, when you're going fast, everything is just a blur. You know, how many times have you like driven home and your mind is one pl- going one place and you're, you're driving is going, you get, next thing you know, you're pulling in, you're pulling in, you drive, you put the car in park and you wonder like, damn, how did I get here? Did I pass so-and-so? You know, you, you don't remember any of it because, you know, you've been work flowing in that duality of conscious and uh, un- subconscious, right? Conscious and unconscious, not unconscious, conscious and subconscious, Right. And don't you have, don't you at that time, you marvel at how 
knowing how deep your mind was in another place that still you were able to manipulate and, and, and just continue driving home. And you know how you snap out of it? Like, I'm going to write that down so I know that's a memory. Snap out of it. Right? And you snap. So you snap out of it. And you're like, wait. When did I get here? How did I get here? Right? So you're able to function. We're able to function. But then you don't have no recall. You don't have no, you don't remember it. You know, the other day, <laughs> I looked at, I pulled to a red light. And there were probably a good five, six cars in front of me. So I, I, in my mind was, I'm not going to make this light. I'm moving on autopilot, right? Autopilot ain't always good. I was, I was, I was like, I knew I'm going to have to do two cycles at this red light because I'm not going to make it. So, you know, I grabbed my phone. And so I look up and there's two cars sitting in the middle of the road, right? Great point. But communicating assists in correcting mistakes and you communicate. Thank you. That's from ICE. So I look up and all those five, six cars that were in front of me are gone. Myself and the car behind me, we're just, we look like we're just sitting in the middle of the road because I'm nowhere near the intersection, right? And this car behind me and I'm like, and I look up and I'm like, oh, wait. And I didn't even hear anybody pull off. And so I go to pull off and I know that I go to pull up to the intersection. I know the car behind me doesn't even move then they realize you know and i'm like oh my god that was that was insane and that used to be that had become a norm that really had become a norm until they passed the hands-free law where you can't be on your phone because that what used to happen so often so very oh i'm gonna get me one of these little things to start me an herb garden i just saw how she did that um outside a patio garden so see how see how i i'm not I need to turn this television off because it's they're, they're doing a pasta episode. Yeah, I'm going to turn the TV off because it grabbed my attention. So that's what, but that's why I said slow down because I don't know that that is good. That's why well, I know ending up sitting at that red light was not good. And I was actually posting, um, I was actually posting, I had, I had set some stuff to, to edit and I was waiting for it to finish so I could upload it. And that's what I was doing. So I need to slow down. I really, you know what I have to say to myself, I really should not have been on the road at that time. I really, and I talk about multitasking. Like I have a promise to myself not to. I'm surprised they did. And that's what the, them not blowing. Nobody blew. And whoever was behind that car just went around us. But people were probably, if you saw two cars in the middle of the road, both of them looking down at the phone, they probably thought we'd had an accident. They might have thought we, you know, they would have thought all kinds of things. We just ran, we ran, we had an accident, or maybe we're waiting, maybe they're this, that, and the other, right? And yet, at the same time, thinking that something, if, you're, if that was their thought, that something happened between them, nobody came up and checked to see if we were okay, right? And, uh, and thank God, you know, because we were, I would have got tickets for being on our phone sitting in the middle of the, of a major highway. We're talking, we, we're talking about not a major highway, but a major roadway, thoroughfare, uh, a five lane, a four to five lane kind of situation, right? And nobody blew. Um, I am starting to hear a lot of car horns now, and that's something that's just not, that has never been the driving behavior. As bad as our traffic is, we've never really had such aggression as, as the aggression today is growing. So y'all were doing the same. We were both doing the same thing. I was on my phone. They were on their phone, the one car behind me. 
everybody else around us, if somebody was behind us, they went around us. They probably just decided, they probably came to the conclusion that we'd probably had an accident and we were probably, you know, calling or waiting or whatever. Because I looked around, I'm like, we're, we're just sitting there. I'm like, oh my God. And I go to take off. And then they look up like, oh, you know, but yet still, we only moved to the beginning of the intersection, to the intersection because, you know, the red light. But <laughs> it was just, I'm like, okay, you're doing too much. Slow down, slow down. Especially when I'm multitasking. And the multitasking turns to mistakes, right? Autopilot is good when it, when the plane goes up, when you when that's the on, it's autopilot. There's a there's a prescribed time when to put that plane in autopilot. It's not like oh we we're gonna put it in autopilot during takeoff. No, that ain't an auto kind of thing. That's a very meticulous timed requires full on attention type thing, right? When you get to that point where you know. Okay, we know in this part, we know we know all the scenarios that can happen right here. So now we can autopilot. Now we can multitask. But see, we're doing it at a point where we don't know all the scenarios. We don't know what what's really going on. We're just drifting. We're, we're drifting off course, right? We're not, our autopilot is taking us off course. It's taking us into dangerous territory, you know, and you know, and I was talking with a friend, I was talking with a friend, we were talking about this whole, whole multi-streaming and all this kind of stuff and, and, um, uh, doing all these different things. And when we, how do we know when we've gotten out of our lane or gotten off course? How do we know when we've gotten off course? And I know for me in the business that I'm in, uh, the mistakes are, 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 are clear far and the mistakes go go are clear and they go far and wide very quickly, right? Technology has allowed our vehicles to become officers. Exactly. And and that's what society is realizing that that has become detrimental. Getting us to a point where we can do so many so much multitasking in a moving vehicle has become so dangerous it is taking lives. And so now they're pulling back some of those liberties, right? They're making laws to take back some of those liberties so that you can remain focused, so that you can avoid many mistakes, so that you don't get out there moving too fast. These are all the things that I have wrote down so you can snap out of it and slow down. And I was talking with a friend of mine, and she was like, well, how do you know that you've gotten off course with this, you know, bringing all this stuff, like even in the kitchen, you know? Well, I can tell I'm doing too much in the kitchen because the smoke alarm is going off, you know? And I saw a friend the other day, they were screaming, they were doing a blackened fish and their smoke alarm was going off, right? Doing too much, right? I can tell when at the end of the broadcast, when I don't have, you know, I'm going back through the content because I have to, when I finish the broadcast, I have to go back and get snippets and all these kind of things. There's, there's a full on couple of hours after each broadcast, whether it's a podcast or, or a live stream or an interview, or I have to go back after that and get snippets. I have to distribute those. I have to um, put the things on various platforms. Part of the multi-streaming was to help cut down on some of that, put some of that on autopilot, right? So when I finish on one platform, I don't have to go and do it the same thing on the next platform. It's out there. But I said, I know it's not, it's not, I'm not happy with it because I am unable to engage because people are saying, is she reading the comments? Because I, I, there's a technology I have to use now when I'm out live streaming and it's changing up my content because 
I'm streaming what people are asking to see. And if I can't see what they're asking, I can't stream what they desire. And guess what? Viewership goes down. So there are signs everywhere. My car has so many bells and whistles. I still have to pull out the manual. The artist is saying so, or like yesterday when we were at the food bank, somebody said, read your comments. And I'm like, I didn't have, I didn't have my alternative devices. Like right now, even though I'm, I'm using three devices, I'm looking at this thing. I have a device I'm broadcasting on and I have two that I'm monitoring two different conversations because I'm having this in two places because now I have to have it going somewhere as an alternative. But for me, multi-streaming didn't feel authentic and genuine enough because it's about the engagement. I'm only doing this so that we can have a conversation. Otherwise, I could just simply record it, right? There's, and, and, and this is the conversation that bloggers and podcasters, uh, we have all the time. Does it need to be live? Live means you want to have a two-way conversation. If you don't want to have a two-way conversation, there's no need to be live. And I have, I have, I've got to do a talk on this, a live streaming talk. Uh, I went to an event the other night, and I said, okay, I'm going to go, and my focus is going to be this. I'm just going to go because I need this information. I'm just going to participate. And having not been in a while, and they said, well, you haven't come in a while. Um, and they said, well, how would you like to present the next one? Are you, are you back? That was the first thing. Are you back? Right. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Well, can you present? Can you be our next presenter? Right. Cause we need, you know, I'm the person in the group, in our, in our networking group who keeps everybody updated as far as using social media for business. And, uh, and so I'm going to present. So I'm like figuring out which talk, cause I have a number of talks that I give when I'm invited to go from the audience to the stage. Here's the talk. Okay. And I, and I let them choose from, well, here, here are the list of talks. And I usually have like about, about nine of them. Right. And, and I said, for, for your industry, here is the talk. Uh, and I got a second battery warning on this device. So I need to grab this charger. Here is the talk for your industry. Here's the talks for your industry. You know, which one would you like? And they'll usually pick one or they'll usually have one already in mind. And I, so I know I haven't been there in a while, so I need to update them. But at the same time, here's what I'm going through. I have said, I want to slow down. So instead of multi-streaming on um, what I have the capacity to multi-stream, like we now we have a capacity to interrupt the broadcast everywhere, right? I could be live right now on everything. And I'm like, no. I don't want to be live on everything because I, I want to go where I can have a two-way conversation and people are there. They have the, where the expectation, here's what I, here's the goal of this conversation. And here's where that fits with, here's the expectation where I meet the expectation, right? Because it's all about that. I limit the chat when I'm on most, uh, most of the time cannot see the comments due to the glare on the, uh, Yeah. And, and you have to, but you have to, you have to say that, that like yesterday when I was out live streaming and I said, Hey, listen guys, you know, I'm just trying to share this content. I can't see the comments. Um, because I had an expectation. One of those organizations I'm 
um, pitching one. I'm pitching uh, those organizations. One, I have an amazing the county Fulton County. I have an amazing relationship with them. Um, I grew up in Fulton County, and so I'm invited to do a lot of things in that county. And the the commissioner, um, the representative of that particular area, he and I go way back. You know, being natives of Atlanta, um, and then also one the organizations participating, I'm in the process of pitching the kitchen. It's a teaching kitchen. So I remember I said, I'm in the mode of pitching. I'm pitching the kitchen um, to do some things with them. And so I said, well, let me go and do this. And I can kind of show them the value of having me around, <laughs> you know? So that's part of, that's part of it. And they, of course they see the value, um, but you know, you, you, you've got to do what you got to do. Um, I want them to really see the value. That's what we want. And part of that is in coming home with great food. Like I had to go in the kitchen. There's a couple of things we want to do on the education side of educating families on cooking. Because my going into the kitchen, I didn't go into the kitchen as a nutritionist, as a chef. It's a learning experience. Here's what I want to learn in my kitchen uh, to provide for my family. And here's where I, I can go to get that education is by partnering, by volunteering. I talk about that all the time, guys. Is if that look at me? I I voluntarily went into my kitchen. I voluntarily um, partners have started partnering with these groups, and look at the wealth. The return on that is the wealth of knowledge and information and opportunities. Proximity. We talked about proximity. Being at that event yesterday, the value of streaming at that event yesterday. One, you can, the receipts, okay, the real, be able to prove, real proof, you saw on that video as I was live, as I walked, as I walked through the environment, how people are shouting out, hey, there's Dryer Buzz, when I walked up on the commissioner, he's, he, at, we, you saw he was in a huddle, already um, conversing with a group of people, and he literally stopped this conversation and waved me over, and literally full on right then and there, knowing the value of the fact that she has an audience, let me and and knowing me, um, said instantly. I didn't have to say, "Hey, commissioner, I'm so and so." No, hey, listen, look, y'all. He said literally, everybody around, like, stop. Here's Dryer Buzz. Thank you, Dryer Buzz, for spreading the word. Da 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 da. And he went on to say all of this stuff, right? And then made sure. Oh, let me make sure you know this person. Let me make sure you know that's networking, y'all. If you are walking into a room. And let me tell y'all, you know how there used to be a carnival ride where you didn't really have on any kind of restraints. You basically stood up against the wall and it would spin around so much that the gravity would just hold you to the wall, right? And you couldn't move. You couldn't do anything. That's how some people are when they go into a networking environment. They bam, right up against the wall or right to the back. You know, they don't go and immerse themselves in circles and conversations and huddles. You see a huddle. I taught my son this, huh? Let me tell you, my son, I love watching him. And I don't know that I intentionally taught him, but just watching me network because I was that mom. I am bringing my kids with me. And if I can't, that's not our environment, right? Until they got to the point, mom, we don't want to go anymore. Mom, can't you go by yourself? Even to this day, mom, can't you go by yourself, right? And and and, and if I understand it's something that's going to be, I'm like, you need to come with me. You need to come with me. So I had a chance uh, last summer. My son uh, received a, a most amazing award. I'm not going to brag on him. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, he just now is at the end of that reign, uh, in this awesome opportunity he had. So I had a chance to go with him to DC where he was honored and, uh, and I just watched him, him network and I'm like, Oh, that boy got it. Y'all everything that I have ever said about 
Networking. Now, of course, his mother wrote the book on networking. Maybe he read it. I don't know. 27 answers to, um, to create buzz, right? And all of my 27 steps, this boy has it down. It's simply because I wrote it based on my habits. So maybe he saw that. I know he did because he actually he said it in the introduction when introducing me to some of the generals. Just again, dropping hints, not not name dropping. But as he was introducing me, they would always ask him, where 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 does he get this from? Who is this kid? Right. And he would always say, I get it from my mama. (laughs) You know, I've watched my mother and my sisters and my dad and everybody and all these things do all of this stuff. So he was able to tell them, hey, listen, you know, like they were asking me, like, you know, do you understand the honor? Like, listen, this has been his entire life. We are we are goal oriented. Okay, this is what we do. The accolades come, but it's all about the work that we do. Right. I, I have awards. I have awards all over the place. Right. But it's about the work. It's about the satisfaction in doing the work. This is what, exactly. And I noticed he and my son and I would be standing there talking. Next thing you know, he's like, Mom, I'll be right back. He would go, if a huddle was going on here and a huddle was going on there, he would go and immerse himself in those conversations. I'm like, that boy got it. And I was just amazed at watching it because you know how I am about proximity to opportunity. We don't miss the opportunity, right? And you have to be able, you better go quickly to your confidence corner. Well, it's in your confidence corner. He and he's packing now because he's getting ready to um, live outside the country. He's he's living out, gonna do a year or so outside the country. But he's been he's been traveling for the past four years. He graduated. He went off to basic. Okay, he came back from basic. He went off to tech school, and he's been gone ever since. Right, uh, and and lived and has done everything. So anyway, so he's now headed out and thinking about a week or so when he comes back. He's uh he's headed out. He's got about he's gonna come back back and do about a week right do the work y'all everybody has written the book everybody that has uh, had an accomplishment or a success at something have they've written it down somewhere they put it in a video now nobody's really writing now that's why you have all these podcasts let me tell you honey i i when i was posting my podcast the other day and i saw this podcast called cooking issues and i just found out last night this podcast has been out there for about eight years and i'm like I'm, I'm like binging on this podcast and it's called cooking issues and it's this really amazing conversation because the guy really goes into the history of some of these techniques cooking techniques and i'm like man and you know i love the history of this stuff right give me the give me the full thing what is your confidence corner i have a video out there on my timeline where i literally took people into my closet right uh, you see on the screen there, let me, let me swap my screen here while I, um, do that. Okay. You see on the screen there, that haircut, that's part of my confidence, right? I, my barber and I have known each other since third grade, third grade. And I, I, I did the, um, what do they call the big chop? I did a big chop when I, when I had my son, I remember when I had my son, I had three daughters. And and on a fourth uh, uh kind of stepdaughter situation, right? A, a bonus daughter, as they said. And myself. So that was like all five of us up in the salon every every week or every two weeks or whatever, right? And I'm like, okay, I can't do this no more. When I had that boy, and I'm like, he and his dad was doing those haircuts. I'm like, look, it's time for me to do a chop, y'all. Anyone even about natural hair. I just didn't have time. But then I realized. That this is my confidence here. Like right now, I'm letting my hair grow. So if if something news break or something like that, I can't just run out of the door. I gotta go do my hair. And I, and then I hate when I have to start buying all these products because the longer it gets, comes the products and all that comes back into play. 
And I've always had, you know, experimented with different colors and things like that. And then being a blogger and on that kind of PR publicity side, not necessarily PR, um, being that I was a photographer, uh, you always had to wear black. You couldn't, you can't roll up to an event with loud colors because it's about being unseen, right? So I had to, I have a bunch of black and white, you know, and then I have some colors. So in my closet, I have a confidence corner, meaning that if I go to that section of my wardrobe, whatever I grab, whatever I grab, there's either, there's everything right there to go with it. Shoes from the shoes is, I don't have to think about it. And what I, when I put that on and I go with the hair, I have confidence corner in the makeup. Like, okay, you, I, I don't wear like a full on like that right there. That was, that was that picture. That's after a day. That was the photo shoot day, right? That was a photo shoot day. So I, you ain't gonna never see me like that unless I go to the makeup artist. Now my daughter is a makeup artist, but she stays booked. And when I go sit in that chair, that's about an hour's worth of work, if not two hours. Cause they do layers upon the stuff, right? So I have to find out, okay, what's my, what's my confidence makeup, right? A little bit on the eyes, a little bit on the cheeks, a little bit, you know, um, when I even like, I'm going into the kitchen, I'm not one of those people. I don't have time to go do full makeup. I'm about the content, right? But people, you, people, you still have to get the buy-in. So you still got to do a couple of things, you know, because what you need to understand is when you are broadcasting, people are going through life and saying, I want to be like that person. I want what that person has. Those are the things that influence the decisions and the behaviors, right? You guys are probably, you like this podcast because you, people are saying, man, I like that she has time to do this, right? I want, you want this, I, you want this because you want this time. You want, because I ain't saying, hey, listen, this is seven, eight figures. This is money. This is that. No, it's time. This, I'm trying to tell you how to get out of bed and enjoy your time. And you say, well, I want to enjoy my time. So you listen for what my behaviors are. So this is about my confidence, right? So in order to do this broadcast, the first thing I have to do is get a good night's rest, whether it's a couple of hours, because I want to do it before, you know, the, the fold of the day, right? And that could be, that could be afternoon. It could be evening. Um, so, you know, those are the things that you have to have in mind. Why would people listen to this? Because they want this kind of time. They want to manage their time better. They want to be able to get out of bed. They want to put, they want to put depression behind them. They want, to, they want to not have anxieties. They want to not worry. And if I came here and said, okay, well, listen, guys, by doing this podcast, you're like, how do you do a podcast seven days a week? I do this instead of worrying. I do this instead of sitting here uh, in depression. I do this instead of sitting here with anxiety, right? You wake up the content. You wake up content people have inside. Stimulate. Exactly. Right? Because if I didn't do this podcast, I don't see, I go ahead and push that button. I don't sit here and worry about is somebody gonna come on here and 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 try to dispute everything that I say. And then remember I said earlier I was talking with a friend about the different broadcasts, and she says, Well, how do you how do you because I said to her, I feel like I'm getting off track. She says, why do you feel like that? I said, because of the feedback. When the feedback begins to change, and people, let's talk about this, haters, right? I don't have any haters because I try my damnedest not to make any errors. And you only have haters when you make errors. When you hear somebody shouting out their haters, it's them. It's never your haters. It's ne- Because haters are who they are. 
Those people who carry that spirit, they carry that spirit. You can't get rid of that spirit unless you go on a, a full exorcist. Unless you fully exercise those spirits away, right? Unless you want, you want, wake up and you, I don't want negativity today. It's not a lot of people that do that. It's not a lot of people who wake up. It's only about 30% of the population that says, I want a positive day, right? Remember, 10% are just absolutely unbothered by any of the stuff that's going on in this world because they dictate it all, right? So we are whatever they want us to be. I'm sorry, okay? 10%, they are rulers. Those are the rulers. They rule everything around us, right? They were 10% woke up and said, hey, they, let's give them social media again today because they're the ones writing a check for this state, right? Because life is better without you. Life is better with you. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. I used to say life is better with you. So that the rulers, 10%, they rule everything, right? They, they, they woke up, they said, somebody went to them and said, uh, here's how much social media costs for us to run it another day, right? Mark Zuckerberg is one of the rulers to sign off on that. And I think, you know, those people that are in the stock market, they're like, okay, put, go ahead and put some more money back in there. Let them have this another day. Okay, let them have food. Um, let, let the farmers farm. Let the planes fly. You know, okay, open up all the museums. Open up all the government. The rulers, that's 10%. We're not making those decisions. We can, we can demand it all we want. We can say, hey, listen, we the people. Well, the first thing they did was they made sure, the forefathers, they made sure that the people didn't have the power. They made sure that the people don't dictate nothing. I don't care. You can talk about your tax dollars. You can talk about how much time, your earnings, all that stuff. You're not a ruler. Okay? Now, there are some rulers who listen to my broadcast who follow me on social media because I'm in the 30% of the influencers. And if they want to know, well, let's see what, the, what this population or that population is doing, they'll go back, oh, man, she's telling people to slow down today. Why she tell them? Because guess what? Money is in the mistakes. The money is in the mistakes. The money is in the mistakes. Hear me when I say that. The money is in the mistakes. The money is in the failures. I have a friend. I have a, not a friend, but a business associate who, who has a product. And I tell her all the time, I said, the money that you make is in the fact that people can't make what you make. Everybody can't make what you make. I said, and she comes on and she gives the recipe of how to make it, right? I go in there and I make the lasagna, I make the sauce. People are like, I can't make it, I can't make it, right? I, I, can't, I did a, created a blog about how to create buzz. They're like, I don't have time, I don't have time. I can't go to the blog. Can I get it in a thing, right? To me, a hater is very insecure person. They're not insecure. A hater, let me tell you, a hater is the most conf, confident, secure person ever. They're not insecure. The person who bends towards the hater is the insecure, insecure person. A person stepping to you and telling you everything you did wrong. Honey, that's the most confident person ever. Being able to come to you and tell you, you ain't right. Let me tell you, but it's about the error. Break it down. Write this down. Write this down. Grab your pen and paper, your journal. H-A-T-E. My daughter used to say all the time, man, I hate this. I hate that. I hate this. Not just look at her. I said, well, do you highly anticipate the error? Is that why you hate it? Do you see, do you see an error in this that we don't see? Because we don't hate it. Right? Every time we go somewhere, I hate going here. I hate, all day long, she was in that phase, y'all, that, that preteen phase. Can we go now? I hate this. I hate that. She hated everything. But that's why we call her Petty Betty to this day. Because every time she come into the fold, you, gotta, you better check yourself. Because if there is an error, if there's an error, Petty Betty going to point it out. Y'all already know when she come in that kitchen, did you do this? Did you do that? And I get on her all the time about being what? Loud and wrong. You wrong and you loud about it. 
you going to be wrong and you lied about it. Because I keep trying to get her, you need to ask before you assume. You need to ask. You know, so now she'll come in and even still anticipating the error, highly anticipating the error, she'll bring the hey, did you, did you put salt? Did you ask me? Are you asking me I put salt? Because she would frame like, you, you forgot the salt, did you? I'm like, did you ask me that I put the salt? How long has this been cooking? How long, like, who are you? Because that's the spirit. That's the spirit. So they're very confident people, but it's your, how are you attracting them to you? Because the only thing, when they come like a flock of bees, like the Bay Hive, the Bay Hive does what? They don't go around talking about how much they love Beyonce. They go around to everybody who don't like Beyonce. They go around... And, and if you say, oh, I, I, didn't, I don't know if I like that song. I don't know if I like that. They, they sense that thing and they come com- very confidently. They come and sting your ass, okay? And, and they'll, and they'll <laughs> it's so funny. They make errors. They make so many errors. And then even when you correct them, they don't even want their stinger back because they, they just think like, they'll, I'll grow another one. They go sting somebody else. I'm telling y'all, this thing is so funny. But I, I, wrote, I wrote about that in the book about the haters. Highly anticipate the eras regarding success. E R H A T E R S regarding success. Write that on R S on that H A T E R S. Highly anticipate the eras regarding success. That's when you know you got haters, but you can't even you can't you can't appeal to them. You can't even correct them. You can only correct yourself. And guess what? The minute you correct your error, even if you just acknowledge your error, the minute you do, they're gone. And even, look, remember I talked about in, in doing the multi-streaming, I was getting a sense of, okay, the er- I'm making some errors. And if I don't fix these errors, I'm going to end up attracting the haters. And I'm not trying to do that. So I try to go throughout my day not making those errors. And, and that's when, I was, when we were talking, my network and I, we were talking about um, how do we know when you're getting out of, you, you've gone out of your lane. When you swerve out of your lane, you've made an error and, and the person is cussing you out. And guess what? You correct it, you acknowledge it, you apologize, you gesture, and they go on about their business. They don't go sit there and rag on you. or They, they go on about their business, y'all. That's what this thing is all about. Slow down, y'all. I need to, um, let me put you guys over here on another platform because I'm going to get ready to wrap up. But I know that this, I've had a battery warning over here on this one. So let me switch so over here right quickly so that I know I don't lose you guys. I'm putting, I'm just. I'm not changing anything. I'm just, I know this broadcast is going to, you're just going to see a notification of me coming in again. And, uh, and so I just want to let you guys know, I'm trying to jump on another platform so I don't lose the conversation. So our, our, our topic today was slow, just slow down. Because like I said, when I, all this week and doing the broadcast, there's a checks and balances and there's a workflow. Hey, there, love purposely. By God, hallelujah. Um, I know there's a workflow. There's a checklist when I get ready to start my broadcast. And each time this week, you'll listen. I say, hey, y'all, I had to reset. I had to restart. And you'll see a broadcast out there that it's only a minute or two. I didn't even, I didn't even have time to go back and delete it, right? Because that's what I should have done because I left the error out there. Uh, but notice I didn't get any haters for it because... The, immediately behind that because somebody probably said why is this broadcast five minutes because i realized five minutes in i wasn't on the right platform and they're like why is there this lonely little two-minute broadcast sitting over here it's in the wrong place 
Wait, why did she delete that? Because she was correcting her error. And she went live where she was supposed to. Over there with people who really appreciate it. Those who, like me, needed to slow down. I needed to slow down. I needed to understand multi-streaming for what it is. And for me... I need to do it not because I want to be everywhere, but just simply because I want to give you an alternative. Because some days a platform over here or a platform over there may not work, may not be copacetic, may not work on your device. And you need, I need to be able to say, well, if you can't, if it's not working over here, if, it, if this doesn't sound okay, go and check it out over here and so forth. And then there are those that are moving to from their phones to their televisions. So I need to have it on a platform for those who are watching it on or listening on a larger screen. Um, I love an interactive environment, even though this is a podcast. Like I love that it's a two-way conversation. And for those of you who are listening in a, in a, on a platform where it's a one-way conversation, know that we do tape it live. We tape it live and interactive in a live stream environment. And then it lands on the, because you're probably like, how is she talking to people on the, on the podcast? It is up in a, in, on all the podcast platforms, but I want to make sure it's done right. So in order to slow, in order to snap out of it, find my focus, stop moving too fast, avoid mistakes, I needed to slow down. And let me talk about how I wrote that down in the journal. We write down the big picture. The big goal is to slow down. And then throughout our two-way conversation, we come up with these little antidotes, right? And at the end of the broadcast and at the end of the, the day, okay, after we get out of bed, if I can read this from bottom to top or start anywhere in the middle and it makes sense, that means that the broadcast makes sense. If I turn these pages back, I can turn back to any day. Let me go back here. One of my favorite days when we talked about how we were wired because we keep trying to change up our behaviors, but how are we wired? I can turn back to this page, and at the bottom, the last thing I wrote on this page was renaissance, okay? I love that word, renaissance. But how do you, how do you find out how you're wired? Um, we, I wrote down the last thing was renaissance. We then wrote recycle. Above that, we wrote rethink. Above that, we wrote rewire, waiting. How? Why, um, wire. So I can go back to that, not even having taken copious notes, I can go back to that and see what our conversation was. Uh, another day we talked about you can't fake it. You can't fake it, right? I can't fake this. I couldn't fake like I was, I'm over here talking to y'all. I can't fake like I'm over there, right? I need to be over there. And putting it on, I got one platform I'm on. It's not necessarily a two-way conversation. The conversation happens afterwards. It's a, it's a, if they find it, if they search for this, if somebody's searching for this kind of conversation, it's on a platform that they're going to find it, right? And so I needed to be at number one on Periscope. You got to come on Periscope and be fully authentic. Periscope is a two-way conversation. Facebook is trying to get there. Facebook, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, don't, even though he has a larger platform and, and he's number two after YouTube and well above Twitter, he still has to watch what's going on because, you know, things could change, right? He has, there's a gap between one platform to the other that they're trying to maintain. But at the same time, you see some of the changes that they're making over there is so that they could stay ahead of these platforms because they actually came after Twitter in a sense, right? So on our Can't Fake It page, the last thing we wrote was faithful. Death of person. That, I think... Um, that came from Ice. Ice talked about that. He said, I present, he, something we were talking about, you talk, You said it, it's about presenting the depth, 
the depth of a person, the deepness of a person, real making real decisions. And it's all about what do you want? So many people can't talk about what they want. They can't verbalize or articulate what they want, right? Do better, subpar. I, I got to a point coming into this, even to slow down, um, the work was the work that I do was becoming subpar. The, the time in the kitchen was becoming subpar. The how to get out of bed was becoming subpar. Um, the being becoming Michelle Obama, which is a podcast we do on Tuesday leading up. Um, First Lady Michelle Obama is in Atlanta this weekend. Um, and it was being subpar, right? So that was how we did that. Do better. If you don't want to be subpar, you got to do better. Uh, and how do you do better? It's about what you want. What do you want? What is, what do you want out of this? What's the outcome? And knowing the outcomes, you got to start making real decisions. You're going to have to expose the depth of your persons, y'all. And you're going to have to have faith. Uh, proximity uh, was one that I really love us talking about proximity, right? If you got fear, fear of missing out or fear, FOGO, FOMO or FOGO. And I'm going to go ahead and write FOGO on there because that's probably what I should have wrote. If you got fear of going out and I had a serious fear and I still have a fear of going out because I've got some trauma issues. Right. So being in and going back into these some of these very large spaces that I have to operate in, I've got some physical issues, physical things that I'm working on, you know, that I have to get get back to be where I can get really, truly back into my confidence. Right. So I did. Gave myself an exercise. Okay, I'm going out this week. And by going out, I'm going to this. It's first Friday. I'm going to this networking event. Well, pushing myself off the couch and into my closet, into my confidence corner, and going out, getting dressed and going out there, I I was in proximity to an opportunity. And then now I've been invited to to become their next speaker. Uh, Mindful, priorities, convenience, and opportunity. So even if I read that opportunity, convenience, priorities, mindful, uh, get over your FOMO, your FOGO, and then you'll find yourself proximity. Proximity was a two-part conversation because the first day we tried to address proximity, we had to talk about safety. We literally had to talk about safety because a lot of times that's our concern. Um, and, and it has to do with getting out of bed. It has to do with going into certain environments, um, and in certain places. And one, because I think this was on a Monday that we talked about this because so much, it was a, a wild weekend and we realized how close we were to certain things that had happened. Over, or I know I was based on what my weekend had been. I had been in proximity to some unsafe things because it was a very hot, one of the first hot weekends. And so there were a lot of um, things that happened in traffic. There was some crime. Criminals were out being that, you know, everybody was, it was that first weekend where everybody was coming out of hibernation. Um, There were environments where there were, there were certain situations where there were too many people, you know, and, and, and a lot of times coming back, had we not processed that correctly, we could have been like, okay, I'm not going out next weekend. Okay, when it's 80, 80 degrees and up, we're not going out. We're not going to be here, there, or those places, right? It was after not one shooting, several shootings. There were several shootings that weekend and all just all kind of things. And basically, it was people getting on each other's nerves, 
right? You know, it was that, that thing that happens after you've been hibernating and everybody's out there, everybody's foraging for opportunity, everybody's foraging for things to eat, everybody wanting to be seen and heard. And, you know, well, we have to, we, everybody was coming back and realizing, okay, well, we can't have these behaviors. You can't go, you can't just be everywhere, anywhere. You know, you got to like pull back. Like everybody had to pull back. Like, okay, wait a minute. Some of these things have changed. This part of the community has changed. Uh, where do where do where do we go? You know, where's that that thirty percent that requires? You know, you might want to say want to be a little bougie or whatever. We just want to be safe. Safety is a top priority. So I need to make sure that if in what I'm trying to achieve, because if you're not safe, what the hell does the goal mean? Okay. There are those, it's like, there are people who want to save the world, but if you're trying to go, if you're trying to go out there and save somebody that don't want to be saved, or you're trying to give somebody an opportunity that's not going to value that opportunity, uh, you're creating some, you're creating, what is it, not toxic, um, but um, uh, dangerous, okay, just downright dangerous, and so trying to come out of hibernation and go back into some of the environments that was hot, or this, that, and the other, you realize, like, wait a minute, okay, everybody knows about this now? You know, the 60% done found us? It's dangerous now. Like, social, you, like you go on some platform, it's like, oh, man, this used to be this used to be the hot platform. Oh, wait, what is this? Where did they come from? Where did they, you know? And I'm sorry, I'm, like, there's some hierarchies we need to be mindful of. Because we wanted to talk about, uh, and we did, we talked about our associations. Well, Sometimes you got to elevate, you got to graduate, you got to move on, you know, and those kinds of things. So we talked about that. Uh, the last thing I wrote on that day was false insecurities compared to just being exposed. Um, sometimes things are going to expose us to things that are going to be unsafe. We talked about uh, trying to achieve our peace of mind. And then we talked about conferences, events, mentors, industry, and associations. You know, sometimes like when I, I talked about maybe like during February, I, I normally make an assessment of the associations that I have, that I'm in. And sometimes, you know, when I, when it gets to a point where I'm one of the smarter people in the room and the opportunity is not there for me to learn, I'm like, okay, it's time for me to go to the next level. Like right now, listen to some of these cooking podcasts. Well, I've only been back into the, uh, into the kitchen on this level for about a year. I don't know a lot. I don't know a lot. So yeah, I want to partner with this organization, Right. So while it's customary for me to go to those types of events, it's I need to take my volunteering to the next level. Now, mind you, if I went to that organization and said, hey, listen, I would like this, this or that particular job, they're going to be like, wait, you don't even got those kind of skills, you know? Like, oh, I'd like to be your head chef. Um, okay, you make good spaghetti sauce, right? Okay, it's like, no, but no, I... I if I go in there and say, I like to learn from your top chef. They're like, okay, come on. Here's, here's what we do. Here's our top chef. <laughs> like, here, I'm going to partner you with our, with our top chef. All because I said, I want to volunteer. I, this is the value I want to bring. Come on, people. Don't sleep on this. Right? I walked into that event and I was welcomed by the, the rulers, 
not the people. They didn't put me over there. They didn't say, when the lady said, oh, you need to sign in. I was like, no, I'm here to volunteer. Oh, you go right on in. Not go get in the line over here with these 1,200 people. See, you got you to gotta find your way in, y'all. I still came home with the same. In fact, I probably came home with more food. Because they were like, well, we got to get rid of this food. Everybody got to take some food on, right? See, there, this is where the proximity comes in. There was an opportunity to come home with $50 worth of fresh produce. Go get in the line with the 1,200 people, right? Or volunteer, go right on in, do a little bit of service, go home with as much as you can pack in your car. Because we couldn't give it all away. We've got to make use of, I can take it, I can get it to um, a, a center, they'll distribute it. So fill my car up with food, right? So that's what this, and not only that, here, work side by side with our top chef. Those greens that I make, I made, I made those greens by volunteering in that kitchen to live stream one of their top chefs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live stream this top chef making these greens. Girl, come home with the recipe. If I go to that chef and say, Chef, give me, can I get your, your best uh, recipe? He was like, and she didn't already told me, don't be asked, do not ask a chef for that recipe, but pay attention. Just pay attention, right? But oh, I'm gonna live stream. And then he's like, Okay, you do this, you do that, you do this. And now I make greens that save lives, not greens that give people heart attacks and all that other high blood pressure, hypertension. Right, we make we keep the greens green now, but here learn from you know how much it costs to learn from a top chef, but volunteer, right? How you know how much it costs to see any and every play I want to see? Nothing. Volunteer, right? You want to meet somebody? Volunteer. You can go and work your way up and all this kind of stuff. Uh, guess what you can do tomorrow? Guess what you can do today? Guess what I'm getting ready to do? When I hit this stop button, I'm going to volunteer. I am literally about to go to my confidence corner, get dressed, and I'm going into volunteer. And guess who I'm going to meet? The rulers. I'm going to meet the rulers. Because the 30%, write this down, 60, 30, 10, okay? The 30% get to meet the rulers. My goal is to become a ruler. I don't know about y'all. Okay, for those of y'all that watch that Game of Thrones, I'm, I want one of them thrones. I want to be unbothered. What do I want off that throne? I just want, I simply want to be unbothered. And knowing that that's my goal, when I, when I said, okay, this is what I got to do, I went out there and I volunteered a little too much. I said yes to too much, and I got to slow it down. And it's like, okay, because a couple of these things that I said yes to, I'm not going to get anything out of them in, in return. That's not going to meet my goal. So I had to pull back, right? So I slowed down because I started making mistakes. So now I got to avoid those mistakes. Because why did I make those mistakes? Moving too fast. I said yes to too much. Now I got to slow it down. I got to come back. I got to bring it back into focus. What's the goal? What's the goal? What's really helping us meet the goal? Uh, and then I got to do what? I got to snap out of it. Got to snap out of it. Girl, you cannot do it all. Because guess what? You didn't because when you start doing it all, you can't get out of bed. If you can't get out of bed, you can't do the How to Get Out of Bed podcast. Okay? <laughs> I love that in that, in that moment, that series plane decided to fly over. And this ain't even a, that ain't even a flight pattern. 
Let me tell y'all ain't never heard that on my broadcast. I hope y'all heard that plane fly over in that moment there. And I'm I'm wondering like, okay, what what flight pattern is he on? Right? We do have I've discovered there is a private airport just a few miles shy of here. And I'm I'm like, damn, I found it on a drive one day. I'm like, who's landing down here? The the uh the rulers. The rulers, they got they got their own little airport down there. I'm like, dang, because there's some serious rulers down the road. Okay, uh, so one of the exercises, let me give you your exercise for today. Uh, if you find that you need to slow down, what mistakes are you making? What mistakes are you making? What's the 10% of the rulers? Okay, 60, 30, 10. This is our exercise today. I want you to make a list. Okay, you got three things on your list. You got 10%, 30%, and you got 60%, right? The first thing that you need to decide is where are you? Where are you in that? Now, I have decided I like a life in the 30%, right? 60%, that's your mainstream. That's pretty much everybody, okay? And if you feel like you're just a, you're slightly different, you might be in the 30%. 60%, those are the consumers. They're always on the consumer level. They're not creating nothing. They're just, they just, they, hey, they just living their lives. Right. And some things we are on the 60 percent. Right. The 30 percent, you know, they got a little bit different mindset goals. They might be creative, creating something in a sense. Um, They like a little bit more safety, you know, um, politically astute. Uh, involved on, on, on a on a different level. You know, you're you do have actions The you you. You're not in the 60% because you have things that you're acting on. The 60%, they're not acting on changing nothing. It's like whatever the rulers say is what's going on. They're like, they're cool with it. Like a school of fish. You know, here's where, here's, they, one goes this way, they all go that way. You know, they, they, they just been, being led. If you're fully and wholly being led, but if you're trying to break out of that, you're probably trying to get into the 30%. You wake up, you like, there's something better. If you've ever said to yourself, if you have ever said to yourself, there's something better, whether you say there's something bigger, there's something different, uh, um, you just you just don't flow with everybody, then you might be in the 30%, right? Uh, I always say like the 30%, the 60% are, are, are consuming, the 30% are the doers, the 10% is, you know, they, they're just the rulers. They're unbothered. You know, and I have two, there's two. And I thought about yesterday and I was like, wait a minute. And my, I have two people from the 10% on my list. And I was thinking the other day when we finished up the Michelle Obama podcast, I was like, I wonder why I have not replaced these top two, either of these top two with our first lady. And one of the reasons I keep saying one is our first lady is coming into that. Michelle Obama is a perfect example of somebody going from, the 60% to the 30% to the 10%. She is now a 10%er uh, and a 10%er in the sense of she's a ruler. She, she is, but we get to see how she transcend to that. Um, she became a ruler when she became first lady. But if you're reading her book, you get a chance to see how her life started and how she made the decisions of wanting something different. She wanted, you know, difference in her education, difference in her community. I mean, she came out of the south side of Chicago. There's nothing about coming out of the south side. Well, at that time, we came along. Everything about coming out of the south side of Chicago dictates that you going in at 30%. Or you, you can get to that 10%, right? I came out of a community where you can get to that 10%. 
Here's how, here's how you have to do it. But you got to leave that 60%. At some point, you're going to have to break away. And, and there are those of us who try to maintain something with all you can. You can't. You have to. You got to break away at some point because if it's not going to be supported on all levels. You know, you got some in that 10% that, like, the minute they find out you're trying to get it, they like, no. Think about it. How many people tried to keep Michelle Obama out of that 10%. So I'm, I'm looking at the two that I have in my, my top two. I'm like, why haven't I replaced one of them? And if I was, and I could easily, I could easily replace one of them. But then I'm like, but then Michelle doesn't have what they have on that level. But she's surely headed that way. And I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe I can go ahead and replace one of them. Or why would I have to replace one? Why can't I have those three? I'm like, you know what? Because it is about the growth. And the fact that I can see her full growth, and that, cause I, as I can see theirs, um, as something I would model myself after, I could say, now I've got three and I could celebrate that. And it's like, whoa, somebody made it because you, you don't want to have to, you don't want to have to take somebody out of their slot. Right. Cause you don't want nobody to have to take you out. Right. So I'm like, whoa, today I have three. I now have three because she is definitely a ruler. She's definitely headed there. And not only that, I guess I better have her slotted there because I get to go into an uh, environment with her. On May the 11th, which is one of the reasons we're doing that podcast. All right, y'all ready to get out of here? Let me look at the thing. Yeah, we are way over time, way over time. Um, But we had a lot to work through today because uh, I cheated you guys several times this week. And I needed to fix that um, because we had all those issues, um, not with broadcasting, but we just had, we were making some mistakes this week and we needed to correct that. So I'm glad to see that we did go a little bit over time, um, knowing that I have fixed those mistakes. And now when I start the week come Monday, um, we start off and we got this thing back on track, snap out of it. And I'm going to write that last thing I'm going to write is back on track. This train is back on track. So I love that we went over time because if I had stopped anytime sooner, we would not be back on track. You want to slow down? You try try getting back on track at high speed. How would that how how is that going to work? We slow down and now we're back on track. We slow down, we realize our mistakes, we stopped moving too fast, we found our focus, snapped out of it, and now we are back on track. How do we get out of bed today? Back on track. Good talk. Thank you so much to artists. For those of you, if you got a chance to hear this one, if you didn't find what you needed in this one, that very platform that you're on right now, there are others, many, many others. And you can go and see how we have uh, grown in this, in this podcast. It is a daily podcast about living daily, daily podcast, daily living, living daily. I still haven't figured out what we're saying, daily living or living daily. So now we say it both, daily living and living daily because, you know, you can you can have daily living and you ain't living daily, okay? I'm just saying. Not to confuse you anymore, uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Good Lord willing, the creek don't, creek don't rise because, Lord, the creek is high. Uh, the sun comes through you under wonder whether it comes through or not. If I wake up with the breath of life, you get a podcast. Yes, you get a podcast. If you're catching this podcast as a podcast and not and you didn't hear it in a live environment, be, be sure to check um, check the hashtag Dryer Buzz so that you can join us live and come in on a two-way conversation and uh, help us um, figure this thing called life, figure out this thing called life. All right, y'all, let's get ready to do what we do best. Do I have the little thing on there? Let's see.
Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.